record. We're doing this thing. What's up? This is episode 199. 199. Oh, will we? Do you think we're going to make it? To 200? We should have made it about 10 years ago to 200, probably. But <laughs> how many how many years of episodes is that? 200. That was, we had, we had a, how many? Well, 52 weeks. Yeah. If we were good, let's call it 50 weeks, it would have been four years. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing this for what? 12 years? 13 years? I think years? the first episode was 07, 08. Jeez. Yeah, well, whatever. We didn't record for like yeah. 10 of those years, so. We did. Basically, yeah. we don't. This is actually episode seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, episode 199 of I Only Like Their Old Stuff, the podcast where we ask the question, what's the hype? I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I miss the Heyo days. Now it's the Tim Allen. You know, you I remember ride hard Tim for Allen Tim era. Allen. You ride hard for Tim Allen. You love Tim Allen. You love his political views. I don't views. know if I love Tim Allen or I just love cocaine and strip clubs. Yeah, <laughs> you love his political. Know. You love his political views. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some good ideas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Can you believe that they're making Kool Aid Man choose pronouns? Yeah. Jack Daniels went woke. It's the Kool Aid person now. Yeah. They went woke. <laughs> yeah. Go woke, go broke. I was I was on a I was talking to a group of friends that just last night we were it was a video game group. Yeah. And they were like one guy was like, What is that what does that even mean? Like, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> it can mean whatever you want it to mean. Yeah. It means I don't like certain people. Um want everything to stay the same. Yeah. No changes, please. Please don't change. Please don't change. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what's so, up? Oh, it was a video game group. <laughs> just a video game group, right? I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. You got multiple video game groups now. It was the Grotto. Come on. We got one. Whatever. You, you know. Whatever. What's up? How you been? I got a song in my head and I can't stop singing it, but I can't sing it to you right now because it has to do with the notes. Oh, okay. How about that? Okay. Well, tell me. I guess when we get to it. Oh, I'm gonna get. To, I'm, I might even sing it to you. I've been kissed by Rose on. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that. I was singing that part where he he, he uh, harmonizes with himself, you know, in that. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> of course, that's the best did. part of the song. Is it, is it part of the song you don't really question until you think about it? You're like, how is Seal singing with himself? It's like four Seals Man. singing with himself. Like, Seal that, ain't got no friends. How huh? does that work? Yeah. That's Still impossible. Call up anybody and be like, hey, come on in the studio with me real quick. <laughs> like, no, only Seal sings with Seal. We'll just hit that loop pedal. Yeah. Seal definitely talks about himself in the third person, right? I remember seeing Seal a video being. of Seal on the street. Like watch it like somebody singing his song like a busker. Yeah. Not not a buster. A busker. Yeah. I know a busker. He was really nice. Yeah. I can he see was that. Full of grace. He, he had like grace. A nice guy. He was a nice guy. How are you? I'm good. 
Just yeah. got back from a, a exciting trip, so I got some of that to talk about. And uh, let's let's hear all about it. Well, I guess it's part of my hype. I got like really two hypes. But uh, you got two hypes? Yeah, two hypes and no, not the hypes this time. I mean, no hypes still out this time. So yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So I guess you no. Know, usually I usually I bail on not the hype. Yeah, you're the one who bails all the time on that, and this time I'm gonna um, be the one. We don't have yeah. to say it like that. <laughs> Yeah, you really <laughs> screw it up all the time. Uh, You're the guy that fucking sucks. You just ruin it. You're the worst at this podcasting. I'm the best. Um, that's not wasn't my intent. No, my my first hype is that uh, as I alluded to on the last episode, I uh, I went to uh, my my client took me to opening day of the Pittsburgh Pirates in uh, Pittsburgh, opening day of baseball, and uh, you know I've dreamed about this since I was a little kid, like opening day oh, it'd be cool to go to opening day you know and uh it was awesome we had a great time um you know it was only there for like two and a half days but uh a one whole ass day yeah and, in that fucking bleacher seat yeah yeah but it was fun i had a good time the stadium there is awesome it's really nice uh, i mean it's it's going on 20 years old now but it's a really nice layout to it you pretty much sit anywhere in that place and have an awesome seat like out in the outfield, usually out in the outfield, the old baseball stadiums with real tall walls, you know, so you're like way up above. This the wall's really low, and you're like it's almost like you're sitting on the field, like it's crazy. That's not where we sat though. We sat behind the uh, the visiting team um, dugout, and we had great seats. So it was really awesome. Um, it's close as I've ever been at a baseball game, um, and it's been a long time since I used to go to Braves games with my dad all the time when the Pirates would play the Braves. We would go in Atlanta, and um, Baseball's really fun. It's one of those sports that's like real boring to watch on TV, but going and being in person is is really fun. Cause you don't you you pay attention when you need to pay attention, and then the rest of the time you're just kind of like chilling and hanging out, you know. And uh, it was a good vibe in the stadium, and um, which is I, I didn't I didn't know what to expect because the Pirates are always terrible, you know. Uh, yeah. the, their owner just treats them like a farm team and trades away any good players as soon as they start getting good. But they won the game, um, and uh, it was Andrew McCutcheon's first game back, and he's a he's probably the most beloved player from the past twenty years. They traded him away about six years ago, um, yeah. and he went to a couple different teams, and then he signed with them again this year. And uh, he came back, and he was like, wave, you know, he came out, and everybody went crazy. The crowd went crazy. He's holding his helmet up to everybody, you know, like tipping his hat. His mom sang the national anthem. His mom, oh his mom came out and it was, I'm not, you know, I'm not super patriotic or anything, but like I was getting a little, I was, there was a single tear at the end of that. I was like, Oh my God, I play ball. Saw this, I saw this tweet the other day that said, if I saw a man cry during the national anthem, <laughs> I cheat on him. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Take notes, Jackie. Um, no, but it was, it was intense. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Opening day is such a like uh it's almost like a uh holiday in America, you know? It's like such a big like not not so much anymore cuz baseball's boomer. baseball's falling out of favor, but like there's a, you know, there's like a reverence to it. And these fans that go to the games, you can tell a lot of these people go to like lots of games during the year, you know? Which is even more impressive with a team that's always terrible, you know? Like that's true fandom when you just keep, you know, you keep going out and for these teams at least, but uh, the Pirates look good this year. They won five out of the first seven, 
and uh, they they won the game that we were at. A lot of home runs, uh, grands in the park, grand slam home run, um, and it was fun. They changed the rules of baseball uh, this year, yeah, to try to appeal to younger a younger audience. Uh-huh. So they have a pitch clock, like a shot clock in basketball. Okay. And so they only have 15 seconds to like pitch when the first player's at the plate. None of this, like, as my, my buddy Keith that took me to the game, he's like, none of this grab-ass stuff, you know, where they're like trying to like check down, check down, check down. Oh, wave off the pitch, wave off the pitch. Like they can't do that anymore, you know. Uh, and it shaves off like the game was like two and a half hours and sometimes baseball games are like four and a half hours, you know? So it's like, it's really changed the game. And it's also, um, they made the bases bigger. So it's easier to steal. And, really? uh, yeah. And they made, uh, you can only try to try to get the guy out. If he's trying to steal twice, like you can only check him down as they call it twice. So you can't just keep checking the guy down. Like, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. So they set up these rules to encourage more home runs, uh, it t- tires the pitchers out quicker, but um, that wasn't really the intent. But it makes the pace of the game really fast. You can't uh, when you change out a pitcher, you can't take 15 minutes anymore to change the pitcher out in the middle of the inning. It's like you have like two minutes to get the pitcher, you know, the the switch out happen. And it made the game a lot more exciting. There was like, I think there was eight home runs in the game we watched, and um, a lot of runs. It was like 13 to eight was the score, and it was cool, you know. I don't know. Like, it made me want to watch baseball again. What'd you eat? What did I eat at the stadium? Yeah. I had a, I had a classic hot dog, which was my goal. I wanted to have a hot dog. There's something about having a hot dog at the baseball game. So I got, it was a good hot dog. I just put mustard on it and, uh, it was delicious. It was so good. Um, so I had that and then we got some, uh, how was it, how was it delivered to you? It was in one of those little boats, the little, the little it wasn't, cardboard boat. It didn't have the, the foil wrapper around it. It had a, it had like a wax paper that had the pirates logo on it. Okay. But it was in one of those little boats. Yep. You know, not fancy, but I don't require it to be fancy. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a stadium hot dog, you know, seven dollar hot not, dog. Not fancy, but you know, yeah. I happen to be at a baseball game, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll make an exception. Not a white tablecloth that came well, with you know, the hot I don't dog. Wanna, I don't sorry. need them to bust out the candelabra when I'm at the baseball stadium, mm-hmm. you know, for the fancy mm-hmm. hot dog. That was it was a delicious hot dog, and then we had some um, we had some uh, dry roasted peanuts too, and then uh, we went to this really awesome pizza place afterwards, and uh, had the best French onion dip I've ever had in my life. Wow! It was like homemade French well, onion dip. I tell you, I want to make fun of everything about what you've said, yeah. and I want to clown you, but I am overtaken with joy for you that you got to go to a Pirates game in in the stadium on opening day. It sounds great. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I in the coolest part about it for me was that I wore a shirt that I designed because this is the the client that sells Pittsburgh products, and I do their designs. Yeah. So I wore a shirt that I designed um, to the game. The, uh, to the Pirates game, you know, wore a Pittsburgh yeah. shirt that I designed to the Pirates game, and then we saw people wearing my shirts there. We saw people wearing my designs at the game. So you look um, like Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood when he's watching TV. Yeah, I'm like pointing. Points uh, 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 
Yeah, it's like it's just like you know, kids are wearing my shirt, and I'm like, ah! And they're like, ah, why are you yelling? And their at me? parents are like, take him away, get away, call the police. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. You know, it was a cool moment where I was like, wow, this is this is awesome. Like, you know, if I went back in time and told twelve year old me, like, hey, one day you're gonna go to opening day and they're gonna be wearing your shirts there, I'd be like, nope, yeah, you're a liar. That's actually, yeah kind of cool you know so yeah it was fun and uh um, 12 year old you would say well i guess that'd be cool if you're into that yeah whatever dude um <laughs> whatever crazy old guy um Quit from pointing the, at me from the future quote unquote um <clears throat> if you got to go back to 12 year old you I doubt that's what you would tell 12-year-old you. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd be like, uh, you're going to be emperor of the universe. That's who, that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd be like, don't do drugs. Yeah. Donald Trump's never going to be president. Don't worry. Um, don't worry. Yeah. The so, earth actually gets healthier. Yeah. <laughs> things get a lot better. Don't worry. Things get a lot better. Um yeah, it was it was fun. We had a good time, and uh, Pittsburgh was is a cool city. Like it, it constantly gets yeah, ranked. I've heard it is. Yeah, it's, it's constantly gets ranked one of the best cities to live in, or whatever. And I can see why. Like you come out of this tunnel into downtown. There's this tunnel. You go under this mountain, and you come, and it just is like, Whoa! it opens up in front of you. The baseball stadium's like a quarter of a mile from the football stadium. They're both on the river, and then like everything's based around the river. And there's all these bridges. There's an Andy Warhol bridge. There's a Roberto Clemente bridge. And Is that then, just a, a low effort facsimile of a bridge? Yeah, it's just like, a, yeah, it's a, you can't actually walk across it. It's two-dimensional. Yeah, um, right. No, there's all these bridges, and, uh, you know, that's where, it is where Andy Warhol's from. And we um, we got to see some cool stuff in the city. We went to the Andy Warhol Museum, which I'm a yeah. big Andy Warhol fan. And, like, going to that was really cool oh. because I think I've underestimated how much influence his work has had on pop culture and current styles of things like you walk around and everything's like that looks like a nike ad like oh it's yeah. nike took their ideas for the colors in that from this thing that he did and his like i've always struggled with like you know when you a graphic as a graphic designer and illustrator it's like i'm doing this work that's like commercial and i'm like ugh, you know like it I, it is art i'm expressing myself but it's for, to make money you know or whatever and he yeah he did so he he didn't see that as like a as a downside at all he like embraced that like that's why the whole campbell soup can stuff and everything he's like he started out as a commercial graphic artist i didn't really fully realize that and um you know celebrated that and like just really like made that okay to like use that as part of his art and so it was kind of cool to see all that and every 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 story was a different decade uh kind of bummed when we got to the 80s that they didn't really have they only had one piece of uh John michelle basquiat stuff which he did a collaboration with him that was really famous uh, but i think that it was because yeah. they were renovating part of it um yeah. but that was cool and then we went to um we went this uh this incline thing that was where they held they hauled the coal up the hill but it was like it's like a trolley cart that goes up this incline did that and walked around a bunch and just i got to go to the oh the the coolest thing i think was going to the mr rogers um statue because mr rogers is, oh, a hero, yeah. is a hero of mine and they have this really, this, you know, this, somebody made this really nice statue and, you know, tribute to him that's right there by the football stadium. And, uh, yeah, it was cool. 
uh, got to eat some interesting food. Uh, they have uh, the Permani Brothers there, which is sandwiches, and they put french fries on the sandwich. So it's like a pastrami sandwich with french fries on it and coleslaw on top. All on the sandwich. They put everything on the sandwich because it was for the workers to, like, they could go back to work and eat while they were doing their work or whatever, and they didn't have to have, you know, side of french fries and stuff. Did that, and that's a famous place. And uh, took a lot of pictures, and... Um, surprisingly everybody in pittsburgh is really nice but it's like different from a southeastern nice it's like you know people come up and talk to me here in the southeast and i'm like oh don't talk to me i don't want to talk to you but there it was like everybody comes up and tells you their whole life story which you would think for me is a nightmare yeah but i was actually like oh cool tell me more how's your mom doing you know (laughs) like i was like what is wow this is weird like everybody's like genuinely nice like you know, not like fake nice or like we're Southern, you know, Southern yeah. hospitality. They're just like, the guy was like doing the street cleaning for the city. He just came up to him and was like, hey, how you doing? I'm going to see my granddaughters this weekend. You're the first time in town. How's this? Blah, 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 blah. So I had like 20 conversations with people that were just like, I was like, at first was like, oh no. And then at the end, I was like, oh, was, that was like a really nice interaction. And uh, they out yeah. here, they out here recruiting here in Pittsburgh. I know. I'm like, uh, sign me up. I wanna, I wanna come live here. Uh, you know, um, they do a lot of cool stuff with their downtown. That uh, they they really have a lot of public spaces, um, a lot of parks and fountains and stuff along the river, and they really yeah. make really good use of their their riverfront. And uh, yeah, it was it was an awesome trip. We had a great time. My buddy Keith. Uh, you know, he's from there, so he was able to show me around, and we went to all the we went to the bootleg T-shirt district. Basically, that's kind of where we stayed. It's all these places that sell these bootleg T-shirts. I sent you pictures of some of them. It's like you know, Grateful Dead <laughs> with the Pirates logo in it and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was awesome. But uh, yeah. What's what's your hype? Damn. I mean, I'm just like. I will. I don't want to be nice to you, but that sounds like a great trip. I'm I mean, really happy for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, I was shocked too. I was like, usually I find things to be upset about, and I was like, this is. Yeah, great. when you texted last night, you're like, yo, I got, yeah, I got some stuff to say about Pittsburgh. I was like, oh, here we go. Oh yes, unfortunately, it's all good In stuff. It. Like, I mean, the, the yeah. I got some not the hype for the you know that that's connected to it, but we'll get to that in a minute. All right, I'm gonna read you a text message. Okay. This is my hype. I got this text on on um, <clears throat> Tuesday, April fourth. Okay. Three three thirty three forty three in the afternoon. Yeah. What's up, man? I'm planning on being in the Connecticut, Rhode Island area around Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Are you around? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. You have two guesses. It's a list. Well, it's an it's a member of the Iowa TOS constellation of listeners and fans and friends. Grizzles. Nope. The, the, Better. T- the tone wasn't right. Better, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, I get one. More, I get one more guess. Yeah, one more. Fast Eddie Ball one. Nope. But but similar in the 
ethereal kind of like Pluto. If if Fast Eddie is a Pluto in this yeah. solar system, it's another Pluto. Wow, I don't, I don't know. That dude himself. Oh my God! See that was yeah. that's so hype. I wouldn't even have it on the scale because I wouldn't think it's possible. But so that dude, I, did, I wouldn't that think dude. it's possible either. That dude texted me, and he is coming to my house tomorrow, it's and he's like, spending the night. No way! That is you got to roll out he, the red carpet. You really do. You think I'm not gonna go get, go get a red go. carpet today. Go get a red carpet. This is like it's like it's like that dude and Ninja T. That's the the pinnacle of what who you could have just show up at your house, you know? Just showing up, just texting me just out of nowhere. Up. I hadn't talked to him and I haven't spoken to him in a decade. You not you you message with him and stuff, right? Yeah, Here but there, speaking but like, is actually talking. You, you mean talking I mean? to them like voice? Yeah, like yeah. hang out. Like God, we just hang out so much. I can't wait. One of my big regrets is I wasn't able to go to his wedding. He he invited me and I wasn't able to go and I, I really I really was bummed. Interesting. I don't think I got invited in the first place. I'm gonna bring well, that maybe up. Maybe something to talk that's about. The first thing, maybe something that's to talk the about. First thing yeah. I'm gonna bring up. Yeah. <laughs> maybe something to talk about. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's some hype. That's really some hype. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm super excited. I did text <clears throat> with him. A couple months back, we were talking yeah. about, like, I was learning about his, like, a, his father-in-law has, like, a hunting camp in Georgia, and uh. he was doing, like, controlled burns on it, and yeah. clearing it, and it was apparently, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's like a, a club that they all bought into, so yeah. not, I, I don't, or I don't know, I don't want to share his business, he's a yeah. private guy, but, right. you know, it was, um, it was neat to get to talk to him for a <clears> little <throat> bit, but no, I haven't spent real time with him in forever, so, yeah. Um, him and his brother are, they're doing something in Providence. I can't really speak to, I don't really know. I'm, I'm just looking, you know, he's the kind of guy where it's like, you just, I'm just going to wait on him to show up and then I'm going to ask him every question that comes to mind. Yeah. Just catch up. And then he'll leave and then I won't see him again for another 15 years. Yeah. So he's just like an enigma in that way. Yeah. That dude. That dude. That dude, man. Great guy, great person. Yeah, to, yeah. great person to have come to your house. That's great. That's my hype. That's not even hype. Still out. That's, That's just, just your hype. hype. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you ready? I actually have three hypes. You ready for pipe? You. you ready for hype number two? You've never been this happy. No, I haven't. <laughs> Pittsburgh changed me. Pittsburgh changed me for at least a week, and then I'll be back to hating everything. Um, my hype number two is I think I'm a fanny pack guy now. Oh, yeah. I got the fanny pack. I messaged you and was like, should I get a fanny pack? And you were like, well, how much are you going to spend on it? Like, don't spend more than $30 on it or something like that. I think I said don't spend more than $8. $8. Well, I spent 20 bucks on it, I think. Um, but it's yeah. a nice fanny pack. It's from Chrome. We do, I, I have some of their sling bags and stuff. I carry my uh, tablet with me places. I want something smaller for this trip, and I uh, got the you know, got the fanny pack. And, uh, oh, it was awesome for this trip. Just like... And I had it in the front the whole time, you know? I had it in the front, dad style. Like, in the front. Just everything's at, at, at access all the time. They're just like... Yep. You, feel yep. Like a gun, you got what you need. You feel like a gunslinger walking into town with the holster on your hip or something. You know what I mean? It's like, I got the... You know, it plays the, plays the Clint Eastwood music when I walk into the, you know, 
Yeah. Get a little pep but, myself. I, I texted you. I said, I think I'm a fanny pack guy now. Yep. And I, and it day. just, and it just kept getting better. It's like, this is all I could put my whole, my, uh, digital SLR camera, like my big full size camera. I have yeah. this little small lens for it with that lens on it. I was able to put it in the fanny pack and carry it around with me all day. Didn't need a big camera bag or anything. Just put it in that bag. That's for you. That's a game changer. Yeah, totally. Like, and it had easy access to it. We were at the stadium and some dude was like, oh my God, it's a fanny pack. And I was like, I bowed up a little bit, like whatever this, you you don't know how it is. And he's like, that's awesome. And he dapped me up and I was like, yeah, that's right. Wow. The fanny pack. So where I'm from, everybody's wearing fanny packs. It's not even like a a notable thing. Yeah. That's good that you've you've destigmatized it. Um, I and yeah, I I'm I at the not. point where I just don't care if I, it was such a great experience. It's like cargo shorts for me. It's like, yeah, I don't care mm. if it's stigmatized. Yeah, I guess I, that's where I draw the line. It's it's, uh, it's similar sure. to cargo shorts though. Extra pockets. Look, I have I have twelve pairs of the same pant, and that's yeah. all I wear. I yeah, you really have your style of pant you wear, and you know, yeah. I'm, but I'm I'm okay with the cargo shorts. But yeah, the fanny pack is awesome. I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's my phone charger in there and all the stuff, and you know, people can't right. even see Jho's fanny pack. The what? Oh yeah, it's it's camo. It just blends in. It's like, whoa, where's that guy's waist? There's a <laughs> hole in that guy's stomach. Where's that guy's dick? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is one of the, it, 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 it having to adjust it to where it does it go over the belt or under the belt and like sometimes and if I'm wearing the sweatshirt how to adjust it you know um you'll get you'll get there Joey yeah i just it's got to it's got need some keep time wearing it persevere you know yeah. yeah really let it become a part of you i'm worried the only thing i'm worried about is is wear on my t-shirt when i swoop it around on the back or the front you know you know sometimes you got to yeah. swoop it around if you go into the bathroom or something Sure. And uh, I don't want to wear, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to wear mark there on my, on my what shirt. What I want you to do is to replace your belt with the fanny pack. With the fanny pack? Run that fanny pack strap through, through the, the loops, loops and just see how it goes. It's just constantly. The problem is you'd have to be, you'd probably have to do it from the back to the front. Right. Yeah. So you can snap in the front and then yeah. you lose a lot of <laughs> functionality of the fanny pack. Yeah. Well, as, you know, there's a fear of being in public and having it on the back, too, because it's safer on the front. I want people to get in there and get my <laughs> treasures, you know? <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been collecting rocks all day. I don't want anybody to steal my rocks. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're, you're right. You don't want to walk around downtown Wilmington, North Carolina, <laughs> noted a pickpocket hotspot. With your camouflage fanny pack, there's know, some there's some camera. areas in North Carolina. You, I mean, uh, in Wilmington, North Carolina, that you wouldn't want to. You, you, yeah, it could be a, a, a pickpocketing hotspot. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. It's dangerous stuff. It's you gotta be careful out there. That's why I wear, I wear the actual fanny pack in the front and a and a decoy in the back. <laughs> it's just got it's got one of those. Uh, what's the snake that pops out of the can? You know. The spring loaded <laughs> snake. I just got a bunch of those in it. Says, Don't tread on me. Surprise, thieves. Please, daddy, tread on Don't, me. <laughs> please, oh, please tread on me. Um, All right, yeah. what's your third fucking hype? My third hype is magic related. So, there we go. Uh, I can't get two weeks, two weeks ago now, 
we went to a RCQ or qualifier for the next regional championship, which is the thing I won last year and, you know, went to the RC. 47 people, so decent size. Yeah. I was still getting over this sinus infection and I felt like garbage. We got there and I was like, I'm, I told my friend Cavi, I said, I think I'm going to pass out. Like, I felt like I was going to pass out. Like, I felt, you know, when you feel like the blood drain away and you're at the, your vision goes a I mean, little it's hard for me because I'm so, I'm just so healthy that I right, don't think yeah. I've ever felt um, that. But I, think I, it was, I mean, I get where a sickly person. Yeah, yeah. I was sickly at the time. Um, I think it was, I was taking antibiotics and I think it was like messing with me or something. Um, it was the point where I was like, we had registered and then I was like, I think I'm just going to drop and go, go sleep in the car. And I had put together, my friend has this deck that he has been working on for a long time. And I usually play this one deck and I switched to his deck. So it's my first time ever playing his deck. Like not even like pretending to play it, like practicing with myself. Just like the first time I even shuffled the deck was two minutes before the, the tournament. And I went on and fucking destroyed everybody. The whole tournament. I'm about to say, if this is a list of excuses and not a big it, turn of events, no, I'm gonna it, it, break my computer screen. Well, it was. I was like, I, I, I was gonna quit, and I was like, you know what? I don't know this deck. I feel like shit. Let's just roll it, and it's just house money. Like, if we do well, we do yeah. well. If we don't, there's a reason for it. You know. Mm-hmm. So game one, uh, match one, I just destroyed the person. And they were like, "Oh God, that's 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 Ash's deck, isn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Ash crushes me with this deck all the time." And the, Ash is the only one that plays this deck, my friend Ash. And Why? So, um, just because other decks are, um, it's a deck that is like a brew, they call it. So it's not like a meta. It's not something that everybody's used to. So it's his own. He chose a bunch of cards they liked, put them in a deck together. Um, it's catching on now because people have noticed it. Um, but it was, you know, he's been, he won an RCQ a couple weeks before with the deck. So that's why part of the reason I was like, well, I should give it a shot. And so all day I was just like, it was like, I couldn't lose all day. I was like, well, you know, I need this thing to happen. And immediately that thing would happen. Uh, I was mulliganing down to like, I I mulled to four, which is almost impossible to win a game when you mull to four, depending on the format, meaning that you, uh, you threw your hand back a couple times to get better cards, but every time you do it, you got to go down a card. So you wind up with just four cards instead of seven in your starting hand. And I beat the bricks off the person I was playing. And they were just like, you could just see it. They were shell shocked at the end of it. They were like, I just got beat by a mold of four. It was just, and I, and I felt like garbage all day long, just the whole day. I I felt like trash. Like I felt like I was going to pass out. And I think it made me like relax in a way. Because I was like fixated on like not passing out, but like the gameplay was just like I'm just gonna roll it and see what we do. It was so much that like I was walking around and people were talking about me. Like they were like, I don't want to play that guy. Like he's gonna he's gonna beat the shit out of me. Like that deck is scary. Like I heard people talking, you know, and I was like, damn. So at the end of the regular rounds, I was the only person, um, basically the only undefeated player. So I had the best record out of all 47 people. So I was number one going into the top eight. You cut to top eight, and then you play a single elimination from there. Unfortunately, I got paired against my teammate, uh, David, who uh. we, we were car, you know rode up in the car together. Last time we got paired together in a top eight, I beat him. 
And this time I made some mistakes. I felt better. <laughs> Ironically, I felt like physically a lot better. And I made some mistakes and he won and beat me. But he went on to win the whole thing. So I was proud of him, you know. But like I felt really bad that I had done so well all day and was dominating and then lost in the top eight. But, you know, I, I won some money and uh, got a cool pin out of it because um, they give these pins away for top eight. And, uh, you know, I think that I, I gained some notoriety in the, you know, RC community and stuff. So that was that felt. Yeah, good. but is it not is, is it not plagiarism that I use his deck? Yeah. No, I mean, I was I was telling people all day, like people were coming up to me and saying, "Is that that green white vehicles list? I've seen that online." I was like, "Yeah, my buddy Ash made this deck." So like I was given credit, you know. Uh, it's always I'm plagiarism. Just with you. Yeah, but like every deck that you play in a tournament, like is you usually get it off the internet. You find somebody that had a winning yeah. list, and that's the thing. So it's always like that. But um, it felt cooler with this. How many because cards are in a deck? Sixty cards. Yeah, really? Sixty cards. So, it was, so sixty cards, and you're able to play seven. Uh, well, no, you start with seven in your opening hand. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, and the less cards you have in your opening hand, the percentages go down for you to win usually. Um, so, and I was mulliganing to like five all, all day. And then that mulled to four that one game. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. So that was, that was some hype. Um, that sounds great. Yeah. I was really, Man, I was really, excited about it. You've just been, ha- you, you've actually, things are going well for you. <laughs> I've had a lot of, I think Mikey calls them five star days. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what it was. It was like. Eat some good food, learn something new, uh, accomplish something, blah, blah, blah. See something cool or something like that. It was his, I don't know, Mikey could write in. I, I, I think of Jimmy V. Do you ever do you ever see that Jimmy Valvano speech? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The famous He's speech. Like, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, laugh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then... Uh, and something about do something you love and then cry. Yeah. Cry once a day. Yeah. Um I cry like ten or ten times a day usually, so it's I got that part covered. Um crying <laughs> in the shower what, in the morning. Shit, man. I tell you what, man, actually speaking of not the hype, man, yesterday at work, I have I'm a, I'm okay with people crying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm okay with people crying. Yeah, express yourself. When I'm at out. work and it's and it's at you know, it's a matter of them crying out of like anxiety or frustration or just like big feelings that they can't yeah. really control or regulate because they're trying really hard at the gym. It doesn't like make me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And it's I'll passion. just like sit with them and yeah. I'll hold I'll hold space. I'll might give them a hug, whatever. Yeah. Four different people cry at the gym. That's a lot. That seems like a lot. That's a lot. That seems like a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Usually, usually I get one. Yeah. About every six weeks, and it was four in one day yesterday, and I was just fucking. Yeah. I was, you, it was you, brutal. You were really compassionate for the first three, and then by the fourth, you're like, "All right, come on now." I swear to God. I you're swear like, to God. You're 100 percent right. You're like you're very supportive by the end. You're like, "All right, we need we got to pull ourselves up by yeah. our bootstraps yeah. here." Yeah. The fourth one, I was just like. Yeah. Of course, the fourth one, she kind of like, she's the number one offender. <laughs> yeah. right. She's like, I just need to cry. I was like, all right, well, you can go on outside and do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can I can see it. Speaking of of uh, speaking of of training and and lifting weights and stuff, you had some other hype that you haven't talked about. Oh, you, you did well. You did well in a in a competition recently, and uh, yeah, tell, tell that's right. I, I didn't happened. think about that. You you mentioned it um, last episode. That's why I figured we'd follow back on it. Yeah, so I I did not plan on doing as well as I did. I actually had no expectation to do anywhere near as well as I did. To the, be honest, and this was the I, the Masters National Championship. The Masters National Championships. Yes. Yeah, so this you is got a green jacket now, huh? You got a green jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, you just want to run that joke yeah. back. It's good. It's good. Um, it yeah, is keep, a good keep joke. Going, keep going. What happened? You thought you were gonna so get maybe been, second. You said maybe. I thought I'd, I thought I'd probably get second place. I thought my total would be 285, 280, 285 kilograms. Yeah. So total is the best snatch added to the best clean and jerk that you complete for the day. Yeah. I hadn't um, I hadn't totaled over two ninety in about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, and so I was trying to accept my growing limitations uh, relative to my age. And like, this is the name of the game is like, if you want to keep doing this, you have to be able to accept the fact that you're just not going to reach yeah. the same numbers that you used to, you know, my best total in my life was 313 kilos. <clears throat> um, I had totaled over 300, at least 300 or more <clears throat> 12 times from, um, 2018 to 2021. Yeah. And I've been competing since 2011. Yeah. And I've never gone six for six in competition. So to go six for six in competition means that you, you don't make any mistakes. Basically you make every lift. Yeah. So, Mistakes technique-wise, you don't make them because you would miss otherwise. Mistakes um, strategic, st- uh, strategy-wise, yeah. because um, <clears throat> the strategy of deciding how much weight to do is also affected by how much weight other people are doing. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't make a single fucking mistake. It's like pitching a no-hitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I went six for six, and I totaled 300. Wow. Um, so my first attempts were, they were weights, they were like what I assumed my second attempts would be. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. So I yeah. thought I would open up at, I thought I was going to open at 120 and 150. So 120 kilos in the snatch. It's like a 286, I think. Um, no, it's, no, it's 264. Yeah. So 264 in the snatch and then 330 in the clean and jerk. And I opened it uh, 125, which is 275 in the snatch. And I actually hit that two times in the warm-up area because yeah. things were taking so long. Yeah. Um, so I felt pretty good. My second attempt was, was, I think it was 130. And I hadn't, I hadn't snatched 130 in over a year. Wow. I hadn't even tried yeah. it. Like it all kind of, it was one of those days where it all came together. Like I had been, don't get me wrong. I had been working toward getting back to these weights, but I knew that if I was going to get back to these weights, like the way that my training program was designed and what the timing of everything was, that was that wasn't going to be 
physically ready until that week. Yeah. And it was either going to happen that day or it wasn't. Yeah. And it, I was, I cannot believe <laughs> how well everything came together. You know, like it, like I went, I've never gone, I've never gone six for six. I've yeah. been, I've fucking coached a fucking world champion. I've never gone six for six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That and, in um, itself is amazing. Like it's, it, you were in the zone. You were just in the zone. I was in the it's, zone. That's how I felt about RCQ. Actually, it was like, I can't lose. Like, yeah, yeah that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So, I mean, so it was neat. It was just <clears> neat. <throat> I felt yeah. like I needed to make it a statement anyway. Um, look, you know, there's a couple of haters around up here in New England. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I need yeah. to put my stamp on it again. Yeah. D- d- so d- we out here. Yeah. So don't forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. Don't forget. Don't I'm forget fucking. <laughs> You know, I ain't gone yet. You yeah, know? yeah. Do you do some pointing when you like did your last? You're like, I did. Point. <laughs> yeah, you. I did some Usain yeah. Bolt. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Just, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that so, was cool. I mean, but I've already kind of like, yeah, I forgot that that happened. So you won. Um, you won the Masters National Championship. For your weight class, yeah, I won. I, I won my weight class in my age group. I mean, yeah. so it's uh, it's my first year in the new age group. So I'm in the 40 to 44 age group, and yeah. um, there's like you know it's funny because you there's only so many guys that do this, right? Yeah, right. So I know every guy yeah. from 102, 109, and 109 <clears throat> plus. Yeah. From the 35 to 39 age group all the way up to the 50 age group, yeah. right? We all know each other because we watch each other lift. Yeah. And after I stepped off the platform after my third snatch, like all the like the the, the top three dudes. Yeah. From the thirty five to thirty nine age group who yeah. I used to battle with for the past couple of years, who are still in the age group behind me. Yeah. They were there coaching their people, and they came over to me. And they were, you know, they were like giving me daps, yeah. you know, like, "Hey, man, great job, yeah. whatever, whatever." Yeah. You know, I don't know what they hit the next day because I'm now competing on Saturday and not Sunday anymore because yeah. I'm older. Um, it's so like, nuts. You're like, "Fuck y'all!" I was you're like, <laughs> like, "Put some respect on my name. Don't forget, I'm back." <laughs> the guy that beat me. <clears throat> I guess it was last year. I mean, he's he's better than I am. He's not on better that day. than I am. Not on that day. No. Nah. Well, he I aged out. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I aged out. Yeah, I was like, he said, he, but I mean, like, he was the one that led it. Like, he came over. He's like, hey, man, that was great. You know, like. That's cool. Because they know my numbers. You know, yeah. we all know each other's numbers. Like, it's not really like a, a matter of heart. Yeah. You know? I'm going to be within 125 kilos and 135, maybe 138 kilos. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Depending on where I'm at right now. It's it's hard to, like, that, that there's a reality that there's a limit to it. Because you think, well, one more kilo. Anybody could do one more kilo. Anybody. Anybody. But there's a limit. There's a point where you're, like, can't get another kilo. Like, you right? can't it's do like, another you kilo. You cannot do it. Your body cannot do it. so different. Yeah. yeah, but it's but as someone who's looking on the outside, he's like, no, if you could do this, you could do one more. Those those plates are real small, yeah. man. You see how small you, those little half oh, kilo plates are? More. Yeah, but no, it's not. It's not about that. There's a limit to your just body. Try harder. Yeah, yeah. Just try harder. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just go, just go put a paper application into the job. Just call <laughs> him the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should work harder. Um, but you're not the hype. So I have two not the hypes. One of them will be very fast. I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of material. This American Airlines <laughs> sucks. On the way back, uh, we yeah. got delayed because they didn't fucking plan properly for the day. You know, and they just suck. American Airlines, they all suck, but American Airlines particularly sucks. So I don't know if you fly on with them at all, but. No, I don't fly American at all anymore. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah. It's sometimes it's, it, I have so many limited options from Wilmington, you know? So sometimes I mean, you just gotta yeah, do I, it. So it's, I've flown American once in the past year. Yeah, if I'm going to Tennessee, I, I might sometimes have to. Oh, they're the worst. They're the worst. Um, the other not the hype was that we stayed in this Airbnb and it was really nice, but you could hear every, it was like an old mill that had been converted, and you could hear everything in the every single unit above us. So we're exhausted on Friday night after going to the game and stuff. Um, oh, we also went to the Penguins game, by the way. I didn't talk about that, but we went to the Penguins hockey game uh, the night before. But anyway, uh, I, I I'm about to fall asleep and somebody's sneezing uh, the floor above me. And I am not exaggerating. They sneezed for probably an hour. And it was like oh. cartoon, like sneezing, like, ah, like long, pro prolonged sneezing. And it was, it got to the point where it was driving me insane. Like I was starting to have bad thoughts. I just thought about them carrying, taking me away. Like, no, they were sneezing. No, they, no, no jury would convict me. They were sneezing. Um, I was about to Google, can you call the police on someone sneezing? Um, and then I fell asleep. But it was a lot of sneezing, you know. And you know, sneezing is something that like it it gets progressively more annoying, you know. Somebody, it's like the crying thing. It's like somebody sneezes once. You're like, oh, bless you. And once they sneeze about four or five times, you're like, all right, come on now. We got to go I outside or something. Say that. You need to, you need to do something about this sneezing. You usually say, nah, stop sneezing. I say, bless you, bless you, stop. Yes, yeah, so stop. Please stop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm now. I'm starting to think you're never gonna stop sneezing for the rest of our lives. Like so. Yeah. That was that was my. Oh night. man. What else? You had two. That uh, the American Airlines was the other one. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, that's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Um, I it also just to let you know, I everybody was nice the whole trip until my last leg when we're flying back to Wilmington, and this fucking asshole dude from Wilmington, just being a dick, just walks up and demands to sit. I had my bag sitting next to me in the seat, you know, and he's just mm -hmm. like, "I need to sit in that seat." You know, just rude as shit to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're from Wilmington, right? You're flying back to Wilmington? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Damn. Fuck you. I need to sit in that seat. I need to sit in that seat. Do you? I don't think Is that you what do. you need? Yeah, you need to sit in that seat, huh? That's how you phrase it. Okay. Whatever. All right. <clears throat> what you got? <clears throat> I got this hype still out. What's your hype still out? So, um, I don't know if I, I told you this specifically, but I definitely have posted about it. Okay. So for some people, this will be a little bit of a context. Um, 
I, so I have the I bought this house out here in Connecticut, right? Yeah. And it's out in the middle of the woods, and it's out in the country, and there's a lot of. I, I think it's really fun, and I'm trying to. Some parts of it, I'm trying to recreate the magic of the summer camp that you and I met at, yeah. <clears throat> that many of our friends mm-hmm. met at. Yeah. That was a probably the single largest defining element of my identity mm-hmm. for most of my life. Yeah. And uh, you know, I at one point trying to convince a bunch of my friends anybody that would bite to try and like buy the a piece of property together let's build houses there together let's retire on the same property yeah but people have kids and yeah life goes on and it's unreasonable so it, it, it you know i mean candidly you know when i i haven't spoken about it on this podcast i don't really look to talk about it too much on the yeah. podcast but i got a divorce right yeah. a couple of years back and yeah. uh and i said well i'm gonna do that thing that i that i couldn't convince anybody else to do yeah basically right i'm gonna because i can because i don't have any kids and yeah you know what i mean i'm, I'm not i don't have to compromise yeah. on my vision so i'm gonna do it on my own and uh so i bought this you know this house that's in the woods and it's surrounded by woods and the goal is to transform it into some some type of piece of property that people want to come visit. And I know that um, there's a lot of moving parts, but one of the things that I've wanted to do eventually is have concerts out here. Yeah. And I had a buddy of mine that's like, we were talking last year, and I was like, yeah, I want to, you know, the house The house is getting some work done on it, right? There's a couple things that I, some renovations, whatnot. And I was like, I can't wait to have a party out here. And he's like, well, what's stopping you? I said, yeah. well, the house isn't done. Yeah. And he was like, well, who cares? Yeah. Just if you want to do the thing, do the thing now. You don't need to wait until everything's yeah. perfect. Otherwise, you'll be waiting for years. And, yeah. and you want to do this. Why are you waiting? Okay, all right, fine. So taking that from him, I went ahead and um, I got this guy that I know up in uh, Boston who has these house concerts. And uh, I messaged him, and I was like, "How do you? How are you doing this? You know?" And so we talked for a long time about like talking to artists and promoting it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he he doesn't he's not a big concert promoter. He he has maybe thirty people at his house. Yeah, and they all pay fifteen bucks to the musician, and and that's that. But he gets to have a house concert. He gets to make a connection with the musician that he yeah. likes. You know, so on. Cool. Yeah. He's not big musicians. So so he says you need to you need you should reach out to this musician named Go, Joe Caplo. J O E Joe Caplo K A P L O W. Kaplow. Kaplow. He's yeah. done a show at my house. You should, you know, he's great. He's a professional, you know, he's really good. All right, fine. So I reach out to this guy. He's got and and he's like Here's the dates that I can do. So I, you know, I book him. I had to give him some money up front, and he was like, "You should sell tickets for twenty bucks and give me 15. I was like, mm, "I'm gonna sell tickets for fifteen bucks and give you fifteen, because I don't feel comfortable taking money from my friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I I make this like post on my Instagram page, which is like, "Hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have a concert at my house." This is the guy. This is the date. Yeah. 
you know, 15 bucks. And I had some people interested. Now, <clears throat> I told this guy, I was like, look, man, I live in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how many people are going to come. Yeah. But I think I can, I can assure you, I think I can get, <clears throat> I can get 30. Yeah. Like, I feel pretty comfortable telling you I can get 30. Now, I've had a number in my head of where I, where I want to be. Yeah. But I don't want to speak that number without, because I don't want to be absurd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I definitely don't want to tell him this. Yeah. I don't want to overpromise. Right. Well, time goes on, and I'm starting to think about this, right? This is the thing that I think about in the back of my head as I'm driving, as I'm taking a shower. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. It's a capture of my imagination. It's getting me excited. And uh, about a month ago, I was like, because I've got, I've had this concern that people are going to come all the way out to my house, which is like an hour out of town. Yeah. And they're going to pay money. And these are mostly people that don't go to concerts. Right. Right. Like most people go, have gone to like three concerts in their life. Right. So for them to drive 45 miles. Yeah. And give their buddy Dave 15 bucks. And then this is the guy that he brought out. Yeah. What if this guy isn't very good? Yeah. What if they don't like him? Now, I know he's good. Like, he's on Spotify. Yo, his yeah. shit is correct. Yeah. Like, he's got good songs, yeah. right? But he's not coming with his band. Yeah. <clears throat> so the other thing is you're, you might be listening to his stuff on Spotify, and then you become disappointed that he's out there on his own, right? Yeah. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. So in order to prevent that from being such a big disappointment for people i've been thinking about myself like what can i do what else can i do right to to bring people joy to give them an activity and i was like lawn games all right lawn games uh, how many lawn games can i have right and this is going to be people that don't know each other yeah there's going to be people from the gym there's going to be people from all different walks of life right so it came to me in a moment of inspiration it's like i'm gonna do a scavenger hunt yeah right right yeah but i can't do any old scavenger hunt yeah i gotta do a property wide first second and third place prize yeah you know like dense like more stuff than you can do in the amount of time proper scavenger hunt yeah right yeah so i've created this huge project for myself but i do think i do definitely think that if the scavenger hunt is awesome yeah then like then if the concert's not great then it's still a win for the people that came or if the scavenger hunt is like mediocre and the concert's mediocre it's still a good day yeah you did something yeah here's the thing i think i have over 100 people rsvp'd now Wow. Which, yeah, yeah. And you're going to have more. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people wait to the last minute to RSVP to something like that. So, yeah. 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 And I haven't even, I haven't even like, I've just been talking about it. Yeah. Right. I've got a, I've got a list in my phone of people that have been like, I, I promise you, you can count on me. I'll be there. That I have to then like organize like an email brief. Yeah. You know, here's what, because what I'm planning on doing is like, I'm going to, 
I'm going to assign, like, the, the, the scavenger hunts can be teams up to five people. Yeah. And the team captain is going to be responsible for communicating with me. Nobody else on the team is going to communicate with me. And I'm going to tell each team via their team captain what they got to bring for dinner. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, it's 100 people and 99 bags of chips. Yeah, right. That's You good. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we got we to gotta organize this. Okay, so you guys are going to bring <clears throat> the vegetable trays and you guys will be, you yeah. team will bring, you'll bring 50 hamburger patties and you'll bring 50 hamburger patties, yeah. so on and so forth. Um, here's a secret, because I don't think there's really anybody that listens to this too local. I don't tell people local, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, I'm having a t-shirt made. Yeah. And we're going to do a tie-dye station. Yeah. So it's like, it so it's like yeah. they're going to get there around one o'clock, right? At two o'clock, I'm going to have a megaphone. I'm going to, I'm going to list the rules of the scavenger hunt Yeah, from two to five is a scavenger hunt. Yeah. And if they get in at 501, fuck it, you're disqualified. And I got yeah. all sorts of different scavenger stuff, right? Yeah. So some of it will be buried treasure where they dig, they, they have a shovel right next to yeah. a piece of earth. that's obviously recently been moved. Yeah. You don't know how long it's going to take you. Yeah. So you don't know whether or not you want to invest the time in that. you got to decide as a team, do we want to take what might be five minutes, what might be 20 minutes for us to dig yeah. for a prize that might be 10 points or might be 100 points? Yeah. Right? Obviously, there's going to be stuff around the property that they'll collect and bring back. There's obviously going to be a list of like 40 things that they take a picture with. Yeah. Right? That they don't have to bring back. There's going to be complete the set series. So like a royal flush, like if you find a 10 of clubs. Yeah. Well, you've got to find the Jack Queen King Ace of Clubs yeah. too in order to, you know, get the prize. Yeah. Um, there's um, there's some skills challenges. Um, so I got three practice baskets, so they have to make three different pots, film themselves making those pots. Wow. The pots will get progressively yeah. harder yeah. as they get deeper. So this is like I'm taking off like four days of work to wow. set this game up. Yeah, that's awesome. And then after that, they'll come back to the house and like – We'll have, you know, we'll have help in the sense of like the team captains will help me set up this dinner. But like once dinner's set up, there's going to be, you know, tie dye over there, dinner over here for about an hour, hour and a half. And then, and then this guy's going to play this yeah. concert. That's and then I'll have a, a fucking fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to. But the hype is still out because this is the probably the biggest undertaking <laughs> as far as like a production value I've done since. Yeah. Since camp. What's, I mean, we used to do scavenger hunts at camp. They're really fun, you know, not this complicated of one, but like they're fun, you know? Not this complicated, no, but I'm going to, I'm adding in like gold rush. Like I'm going to have gold. Yeah. You know, Um, all the cool stuff of like, so basically I'm going to play with Ash's deck. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You take this, this brew from these past experiences we've had and, yeah, to the people. I will. I will say um, it is. It is pretty stressful. It's like nerve wracking to to because I want it to be. I want everybody to show up and think that they're going to have a list of like ten things. Like take a picture with a pine tree, yeah. you know, and then they come back and then it's like they get like peeps as yeah. like a prize. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna. I want them to show up and be like, "Fuck." This is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. we just what we got to strap up. You got to tell people to dress appropriately. Oh, I've sure. already, like, I've already gotten the list. Boots. Like, bring a change of clothes, yeah. bring <clears throat> boots, and bring a backpack. Yeah, yeah. you know. Like um, yeah. But 
this is going to be every the first weekend every June. That's all. I, I wish I could be there. That sounds really fun. So maybe next. That's year why I'm saying it's going to yeah. be the first weekend of every June. Easy Does It Festival. Yeah, that's cool. The the two big things for sure. The two big things are going to be the scavenger hunt and the yeah, concert at night. That's that's really awesome. Like maybe next year I'll until be it becomes big enough. Until yeah. it becomes big enough that Saturday is a scavenger hunt <laughs> or like Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is like two concerts and then Sunday's a scavenger yeah, hunt or some yeah, shit like that. Like you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but that next year really cool. it's gonna it's gonna cost more because I'm learning a lot about how expensive setting up yeah. this game is, and I gotta I gotta I can't fucking I'm not donating this money. No, I mean you figure like if it's if people come and have fun, like spending forty bucks a person or something is like plenty reasonable for a you know it costs you that much to go to the movies now (laughs) exactly exactly yeah reasonable um yeah maybe next year i can make it that would be that sounds really fun um i actually i would i would actually want to help you set up the scavenger hunt because well that yeah i mean it's it's gonna that's my kind of jam you know (laughs) so yeah i and i i'm gonna have at least so i've got one come from tennessee two from north carolina two from california Possibly one from Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I think next year is going to be a lot of tent camping going on. Yeah. It's good. You know, because I can't imagine. I, I mean, if I pull it off, everybody that comes this year is coming back next year, give yeah. or take, you know. Well, money. I will say, I think you're projecting your own paranoia onto, well, what, maybe they won't like this performer. Because I, I think that, I think that most people, unless the person yeah. is horrible. And even if they're horrible, then at least you have had an experience where you're like, that was awful. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about it, you know? Um, but I think yeah. that even like the, even somebody who's not as as skilled as this person, this musician is, people are going to enjoy it because they're just going to, they're going to want to be out there and having a good time and see their friends, you know? So. Yeah. I think, so. I think sitting outside. Yeah. I mean, it's like, great. I, I wouldn't care who it was. If I'm just going to sit outside and have a campfire afterwards, like. Yeah. It sounds like a fun summer thing to do. Like Yeah. You know, so that that's killer. Also, just to if let you know, just to let you know your dream can be realized because my retirement plan is just living on your property without for as long as I can get away with it without you knowing. So when I'm like the what? Jackie says we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna squat in one of his log cabins. No, she wants to build a log. So we're gonna build a log cabin on your property without telling you. And then one day, so you just, you just like, build like, build like, I don't know, just a couple logs at a time every year yeah, that you come up and yeah, visit. And then yeah. one year you're like, okay, bye. And you just walk out the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, paint, I'm going to paint, I'm going to paint like a sheet that looks like the woods and put it to hide the log cabin every time. And Can you, I tell you, yeah. I, the number of people that have said some version of that to me is truly <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. I mean, if the, if the, definitely my plan, if the, if the world starts to end, I'm heading straight there, you know? And, uh, well, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to come to Easy Does It Fest, yeah, well, you better hit me up on Instagram at Scooter Eater, all one word, because if you haven't already talked to me about it, then who the fuck are you? That's right. Slots are filling you know? up. Slots are filling up. You got to get in there. Yeah. I am excited at how stressed out I am about like trying to do a good job. Like it's my, fr- I feel like it's the first like 
ambitious thing that I'm going to do out here that I think I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't be doing, I wouldn't be trying to, if I didn't think I could do it really well. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see if I can do it really well and what that looks like for everybody else. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, what I want to do is ride around yeah. and see everybody, see everybody going through this time. and like yeah. being, a, you know, it's like, I mean, shit, God, that's so much fun. So hopefully people enjoy it. You know how to bring the hype. So don't, don't doubt yourself on that. Like you really do, you know? Yeah, but it's just like, I mean, look, if you're covering, I mean, I've cut so many, so there's a lot of space to fill. Yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. is can I yeah. get that space filled with things to keep people occupied or are they going to go out and it's just so, so sparse yeah. that they're, they don't feel like they're, they feel like they're hiking. Right. Yeah. Rather than hunting. That's what I mean. That's the, that's the thing I got to stay aware of as I'm setting yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. don't want it to anyway. be a Bhutan death march or anything. To like, oh God, when's this going to be over? Like, well, you know, I am. You, I'm. You, I'm. You want it to I'm be dividing like, it up into five zones. Yeah. As and as I'm trying say, to. I mean, I don't. You're not going to be competitive if you only stay in zone one. Yeah. But you there's going to be stuff like available yeah. in zone one that's not available in zone five, so on and so forth, and. Zones four and five are equidistant from the house. So one, two, and three are like one is the house, two and three go straight out. Yeah. And then zone four is out to the right and zone five is out to the left. And that's great. I can't say any more just in case I don't want to give people a competitive advantage. Yeah. Actually, awesome. I would give the listeners a competitive advantage. Yeah. Fuck it. You should get a bonus if you listen to the show. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them I, that should be a scavenger hunt thing. Yeah. What is, who is J Ho? Yeah. Yeah, I'm putting put that be. in there. Anybody that put doesn't that answer that one gets eliminated. Nobody's gonna get that one. They, everybody knows who I am. Actually, my Damn. sister is coming up from Tennessee. She would know that one. Yeah, she yeah. she I give her a fan of the week. She called me last week. She said, "Man, I was trying to call you on the phone, couldn't get couldn't get a hold of you, so I just put her on the podcast instead." <laughs> was that Kara? Yeah. Yeah, number one fan. We haven't done a number one fan in forever. Kara, you're number one fan. We appreciate you. Yeah. I, I know I know that you like me better than, than Groove. Uh from the podcast point of view, you know, like not from family or anything. But maybe. I don't know. You know. Get out of here. But uh yeah, that's awesome. So she so instead of talking to you, she just listened to the podcast and caught up on everything that you're going through. Yeah. 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 I, I just typed it in. Activities and skills challenges. That's one of the types of scavenger things. Who is J-Ho and or what is I-O-L-T-O-S? Yeah, there you go. We'll see who the true fans so are. So I, I have a Easter egg hunt, which is four different types of collectibles. Yeah. Strewn throughout the woods, yeah. right? One is like the clue is there's gold in these hills. Obviously, that's that's gold yeah. rush gold there's unknown time investment <clears throat> which is buried treasure a needle in a haystack i already described buried treasure you won't know how deep the hole is or yeah what the reward is for finding it there's complete the series which is royal flush the beatles goose and album covers and bands so if you go out in those woods you see on the side of the trail or maybe pinned to a tree uh, like an album cover like sublime's album cover right yeah then somewhere else in the woods is going to be a picture of Sublime. <laughs> yeah. 
And whoever whoever completes that one gets eliminated. Gets for, slapped in the that, face. Yeah. Sublime sucks. So you're out of here. Surprise. Uh, yeah. And then there's activities and skills challenges. So like finding stuff and taking pictures with it, nature yeah. identification, disc golf putting. There's a couple weird ones, you know, but it's mostly about like finding stuff. Yeah. I've also got one. This is actually um, a suggestion. I got to give credit where credit's due. Long-time listener, first-time caller, Matt, yeah. past fan of the week. He recommended this as an idea. He said you should have a guest book rock. So some rock in the middle of your property where everybody has to Signed. paint their initials yeah. in it. Yeah, that's cool. That's, that's really good, neat. That's a really like, good idea. Yeah. You know? That's really cool. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do – I'll probably do a different rock each year. Yeah, and then you have a record. So if I'm on, yeah. uh, then I'm then I'll dig a big hole and bury them all. Yeah. Say, fuck you. It's over now. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my The scavenger hunt is going to run for a, an indeter- a, a certain amount of years, a number of years. Yeah. And then it'll be all over. It'll be my life's work. Yeah. See y'all later. I'm never talking to you. It's a performance, it's a performance art it's thing. A, should, yeah. Should I'll go from hosting everybody every year, just uh, just a couple hundred people every time, and then and then it'll be gone, and I won't allow anybody to come over anymore. Nobody will ever see you again. Yeah. 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 They'll just reminisce. I would say that, like, having being uh, involved in a lot of competitive game type things, be very clear about your rule set. Oh, I'm very clear about the expectations. Be very clear that, hey, if you see the picture on the tree, don't tear it down or you're going to be disqualified. Like, don't tear it down so that somebody else can't see it. We got to know the rules. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I've got the, you know, there's no divide and conquer. Yeah. Like you have to stay together together, as a team, you know, like I'm explicit. I'm explicit. I will send you the rules though. Yeah. Send me the rules so I can look for any holes because I know. Yeah. Cause you are an asshole. Well, I I deal with a lot of people who like to rules lawyer and uh, like to bend rules to try to, you know, try to gain angle shoot is what we call it. Um, (laughs) So yeah. Some of it I'm okay with. Some of it, yeah, a little like bit. Like I think, I think that complete hurt. the set. Yeah, I think complete the set. I think maybe I might let people sabotage it. Well, there you go. Just be clear with that. That they, you know, I don't know. I get. I was uh, originally thinking with the complete the set, you were going to take it off the tree and bring it back. And if you brought back all five cards, then so you some people might get half of it. The set. Other, another team gets the other half, and then that that one can't be completed. Yeah. Right, yeah. but that's the risk that you take. That should be a big point value then on those. Yeah, it's either that or or it could just be you could take a picture of it. Yeah, right. You could take a picture of it. You just have to figure out what your rule set is, and but be very yeah. expli- don't leave that. The where you get in trouble is like, eh, nobody will do that. Nobody, oh, nobody would think to do that. Yes, they will. That's oh, they what will. A competitive oh, they person will, will yeah. think to do that, and they will try to push There's, it. And yeah, there's a couple people that I know that are only coming because of the scavenger hunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're definitely the most. They're some of the most. I mean, I know a lot of really competitive people. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure so. you do. What's your hype still out? I don't have one. Remember, I did all this. Oh, that's stuff, right. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yours, yeah. yours was big uh, enough for the both of us, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what have you been consuming? So uh, I watched. Uh, I watched a documentary about Nolan Ryan on the plane because baseball themed. It came out last year. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's called Facing Nolan. Um, yeah. I don't agree with Nolan Ryan from a politics standpoint. He's very conservative or whatever. But like as a kid, Nolan Ryan was like 
I thought he was just really cool because he was so scary as a pitcher. And um, the documentary is really good. Um, it shows you, like, I never, I always thought he was, like, great, like, probably the greatest pitcher of all time, but I had no idea the depths of how great he was. Um, played for 27 years in the majors. Um, it's really funny. Uh, particularly, the, my greatest sports moment of all time is when Robin Ventura charges the mound in that famous clip, and Nolan Ryan just gets him in a headlock and beats the ever-loving shit out of him. Like, old-ass 42-year-old Nolan Ryan is just, like, yeah. just pummeling uh, Robin Ventura, and that's a big part of the documentary. Um, they made a point to say, Robin Ventura declined to uh, be a part of this documentary. Um, it's things like that that are really funny, but uh, it goes through his whole career, and it's kind of an impre- incredible story. He's been mar- He's married to the... Person that he went to high school with, they met when they were like 16, and he's still married to her, and uh, has had all the success in baseball. And it, it interviews a lot of old school baseball players too, um, to just talk about how scary it was to face him and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really good. So I recommend that if you like, if you're into sports at all, you don't even have to be into baseball. It's just like pretty. I remember Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's. I think everybody. I mean, I didn't give a shit about baseball, but I knew. You knew Nolan Ryan, Ryan was. He had more starts than any other baseball player at that time, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's he's had he's the most the most no hitters in a uh, baseball history. Um, and he also used to hit people with the ball, and they 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 talked to him about that. He's like, "Did you mean that as a strategy thing?" He's like, "Sometimes you just got to put a little pressure on him, and then it like cuts to him just being in people with the ball." You know, he threw it like 108 miles an hour is fastball which is it, it Jesus. i would that would that's terrifying to me imagine getting hit by that like i'd yeah. be done i'd be like i'm out i'm not playing baseball anymore so yeah consuming yeah. that um that's you know i'd cry i would yeah, cry i would sit yeah talk about crying i'd just be <laughs> and then nolan ryan would say shut up get up get out of here <laughs> quit, quit crying kid get up get out of here um yeah consuming that we're watching the expanse on uh which was uh is on Amazon Prime, but it was on Sci-Fi Channel. It's a yeah. it's a sci-fi show, but it's a it's a hard sci-fi, so it's more it's not fantastical. It's more like realistic. Mm-hmm. This is what the future would be like for mankind. Uh, it's very good. Um, even if you're not super into sci-fi, it's 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 more about political intrigue and uh, what goes on behind the scenes for uh, all these governments and stuff and. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good if if you're into if you're into that stuff at all. But uh, we're watching that. And, I watched uh, like two or three episodes of it, and from what I heard from somebody else, it was the most realistic base ship physics. Yeah, I think that like yeah. science folks, uh, NASA type people, are like, yeah, it's pretty realistic the way that they present all that stuff. Um, it, it took me through uh, season one. I liked, but I was like. I'm not super excited to see the next one. And then once we got a little bit into season two, I was like, okay, this has got me. And I, and you know, it's, it's been, we're, we're on season three now, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very good. So what do you, what do you been consuming? So I, um, being that this last, well, no, I, I, I was on the phone with my mom maybe a month ago. Yeah. And she said, yeah, I'm going to see Jesus Christ superstar tonight. <laughs> yeah. Now 
for those of you that don't know, Jesus Christ Superstar actually started as a movie. If I if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure it started oh, as a movie. I didn't know that. Yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice they wrote this movie, and a bunch yeah. of hippies went out to the desert and they filmed this movie, and yeah. and the Catholic Church banned it, like yeah. boycotted it yeah. before it even came out. Yeah. And then it came out, and then it was like everybody's like, oh man, this is actually. This is great. Like, this is a really interesting, you know, art expression of what many people believe Jesus's life to be. Yeah. Right. So you've got the greatest hits Mm -hmm. of like, you know, the New Testament in there. Yeah. And the songs are a little bit dated, but they're incredible songs. Yeah. In my opinion. And um and I I've seen the play about four times and I've watched the movie I don't know seven or eight times growing up you know that was like one of the things that we would kind of always be allowed to watch yeah. you know yeah <laughs> I've seen it I've seen the play at least once in my life yeah yeah the it's a little I mean it's pretty corny you know but it's to me it's it's great because yeah. it's like it was kind of one of the first introductions to rock and roll I ever had yeah. Like my family didn't listen to music. You know what I mean? Like they didn't listen to music. And my stepdad was the only one that listened to any music at all. And it was Paul Simon's Graceland (laughs) and nothing against that, but there's no fucking guitar whale in there, you know? Yeah. So it was very interesting for me as a kid to get to engage with that piece of art. Yeah. And, um, so my mom, you know, I'm just having a casual conversation with my mom and, and, uh, She's like, yeah, we're going, me and some friends, we're going to Charleston because she lives like 30 miles from Charleston. We're going to Charleston tonight. We're going to the big performing arts center and we're going to see they're doing a tour of Jesus Christ Superstar. And I got the bug and I've been trying to get time to watch Jesus Christ Superstar yeah. for like a month. Yeah. And I just don't have any time to watch a movie, right? Well, then on Easter, a buddy of mine who is involved in musical theater a guy that I love and respect, I coach him. He's like 50 years old. I don't know. Maybe he's younger than that. He posted an Instagram reel from Tim Minchin. Do you know Tim Minchin? I know the name. He's an Australian comedian, singer, songwriter. So he's one of these guys that sings funny songs on stage. Right. Which to me is, I'm out. Yeah, most of the time. Hard pass. "Mm, Yeah, nah, not really my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've never paid too much attention to that guy, but this is a post from Tim Minchin. Yeah. He's like, I really miss playing this role. And it was a video of him singing one of the Judas songs from Jesus Christ Superstar. And I didn't recognize the setting and I didn't recognize him in this role. And I said, what the fuck, Bill? Where's this from? He said it, they did an arena tour in England and Ireland back in 2012 it's available on Amazon Prime. So I went and rented Jesus Christ Superstar the Arena Tour yeah. on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and and this guy Tim mentioned is Judas. And Sporty Spice is Mary Magdalene. <laughs> no way. And I yeah. tell you what, man, it's awesome. They slaughtered yeah. it. Yeah. Like as far as like that is concerned, right? If you're not somebody that particularly enjoys musicals or musical theater, then like obviously don't necessarily bother with it. But if you're somebody that is inclined to go see a musical or you enjoy musicals, or certainly if you know Jesus Christ Superstar, I strongly recommend going to Amazon Prime, whatever, and renting or buying the 
the arena tour, it's it's totally worth it. I I spread it out over the course of three days. I watched a couple, you know, about forty five minutes on day one, thirty minutes on day two, and then I finished it last night. And I woke up this morning and I'm still singing. Like in my head, I got songs in my head. It's so fun. Jesus Christ, superstar. Yeah. That's the one I know from that. Have you sacrificed? <laughs> yeah. Jackie loves that that musical. I have to tell her about that. Um, I think she, I think she was in it in high school or something. Uh, but she really is into it. So, like, I've seen the movie too. The movie's a little off putting in a way because it's very trippy, like '60s, like. Oh, I love the movie. Very, yeah, but it's 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 a little it's intense. You know, it's the way it's shot. Yeah. It's got these like slam cuts that are like '60s, like. Yeah. yeah, everybody seems like they're on acid. Like it's it's. Just they like, are. Yeah, they that guy that yeah. played Jesus in that yeah. movie stayed in the desert after the movie was over. He thought he was. <laughs> he thought he was Jesus. Yeah. He became. He like he he wow. convinced himself he was yeah. something of a messiah. Yeah. But that motherfucker, he you want to talk about the Western idea of what Jesus looked like? Yeah. He was like he was on a postcard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's white Jesus. You know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I I've always kind of thought that it's more it's more a Judas play than it is a Jesus play. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, because it focuses on that the betrayal and everything. Like, and, yeah, but like Judas has better songs. Yeah, <laughs> Judas, well, Judas has awesome songs. Like I he mean, has awesome songs, I, and all the Jesus songs suck. Yeah, I mean, yo I, yo, I, I watch Jesus Christ Superstar. It turns out Jesus sucks. Jesus. I mean, say what you will, you know, there's a, there's a message there. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, what are some other examples? You know, what is another example of this? Pinocchio. Yeah. Pinocchio sucks. Jiminy Cricket is awesome. Yeah. What, you know, what yeah, else? Yeah, I mean, yeah. kind of the big Lebowski, maybe a little bit, you know what I mean? Like you love Walter, you love Donnie, you love everybody that surrounds the primary character, you yeah. know? But the main character is like not that, not as interesting. Yeah, kind of bland. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk shit about the dude. Like, whatever, you know. I don't want to upset our straight white male listeners. But if Papa was listening still, he would have some things to say about that. I would never listen in the first place, bro. How could you say that? Um, yeah, yeah. What would you say before that? Before the big oh Pinocchio? Have you seen uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? No, I haven't. I had, and I'm not going to see it until you can pronounce his name. Guillermo. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. Uh, he, uh, that, I have, I am like, I have zero interest in anything Pinocchio. Like, none. We watched it. We watched the original a while back, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. Um, and then they made a live-action version last year that seemed like it was terrible. And Nope, I'm not in on that. Uh, we watched, I heard on a podcast, somebody said that, his Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio was really good. And so I was like, maybe we should give it a shot. And it is really good. It's very different and it's very, um, dark and scary in a way. And, well, uh, I don't like any of those things. Well, there you go. Um, it, it, and the animation is very interesting. Uh, it, it definitely looks like a Guillermo del Toro joint. Like it's, it's got a style to it. That's, that's like that. Um, and there's, there's songs in it. I wouldn't say the songs are great, but the rest of it is, is pretty good. And Jiminy Cricket is played by Ewan McGregor. And he's okay. it's a lot different than the Jiminy Cricket in the Disney version, which apparently in the book he's a lot different too. Um, he's a little bit of an asshole. And uh, it's 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 really good. So, yeah. All right. All right. 
I know you won't watch it, but it's it's uh, a yeah. no. I would uh, I would, I had no interest in watching it, and then I did, and I was really glad I did. I think it won the Oscar for best uh, animated film. Yeah, it did. Yeah, this year. Yeah. We didn't even talk about them Oscars. I or maybe we did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we did or not? But I don't think the Oscars are relevant. So. It's they get less relevant every year. I was glad that everything, everywhere, all at once won because I think that that's, that's that right. kind of. I don't. We probably said that 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 kind of movie, weird mid-level indie film is like the kind of film that's fallen away with all the comic book movies and stuff. And like to see that win Best Picture was really was really good. I think for for movies and it was a very creative film too. Um, so I I appreciated that. Um, I'd have been okay with Banshees of Inishir and winning too, but I think I liked everything everywhere else. That's that movie I gotta see. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. You would like Banshees for the acting alone. The acting is incredible in it. Um, I don't know if you saw In Bruges. Before. Yeah, same did. same director, same uh same yeah. cast or a lot of the same cast. It's yeah. it's not connected to it in any way, but it's it's very good. It's very uh. I'd be interested to hear your your views on it. It's it's got a lot of metaphor in it, and uh, it's really good. But I was happy for. Uh, I was also happy. We talked about this last time. We we did talk about the Oscars. So yeah, we, we did. We, we did. We went over it. Yeah. So I got one more thing before I'm all set. That's all I yeah, got. Yeah, I yeah. Got go one more thing. What about you? I'm I'm good. What's what's your what's your last thing? By the time you publish this, I bet it'll be your birthday. So happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, my birthday's on Friday this week, so it'll probably be a few weeks before I get this posted. And uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It might be my birthday by the it time. It might you... be. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> How old are you going to be? 45, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm at the point now where I can't really, I don't keep track of it anymore, but I think it's 45. No, yeah, it doesn't matter. But uh, I, you know, I'm glad that you made it another another trip around the sun. Thank you. You know, I've gotten angrier, angrier with age, so it's you know, I'm excited for the next year and to be even more days, angry. To be even more just angry at everything in the world. So I appreciate that. And uh, now is now I get to have the whole week to dread Friday because I I like my I mean I I appreciate people acknowledging my birthday, but we talked about this before. The pressure to have fun, the pressure mm-hmm. to oh it's we got to do a thing and have fun. Yeah. Uh. But I think we're just gonna go to dinner and uh, you well, know, put it low key. So don't you know? Don't don't give up on yeah on on having a miserable day yet. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how. I know you're happens. you're you know you're not happy unless you're unhappy. That's so right. I hope that your birthday sucks. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> that really means a lot. <laughs> All right. Good. You ready to get out of here? Uh, you can check us out at our shitty website, iol2s.com. Uh, we are, uh, you can email us. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. And you can find us wherever podcasts are, I think. Uh, well, particularly Spotify and maybe Apple. So uh, I guess we out. See you next time. Have a good night.